I'm your host, Biko, on Vocalo Radio, 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. And alongside me, I got one guy, BIM Nation leader, known as Stone Boy with me. How you doing? I'm doing fine, and you? I'm doing great. It's a blessing to have you uh, on the line with me. Um, is December like festival season for Ghana? Yeah, definitely. December is actually, it's become a festive season because of Christmas and holidays and etc. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you take a very critical look at it, you realize that December, um, people go on break. I mean, workers do go on break um, somewhere, maybe 21st. You know, like they just have a few days break. That's the reality. And, and and we actually, you know, we capitalize on that one to do a lot of festivals. But there are actual actual festivals that go on or happen in Ghana, you know, from different ethnic tribes and ethnic groups, which are like amazing. And that's the next thing that, trust me, we're going to be tapping into crazily, not only in December. But December is like a festive season anyway because of Christmas. But there are other major, major festivals that have to be developed, you know, and brought to the mainstream. Another festival that made its way, uh, its first annual festival, um, is the Black Star Line Festival, in which Vic Mensa and Chance the Rapper put together. Now, I made my way when Vic performance came, and then you did like a surprise pop up and took the stage. Stone Boy, you blew my mind, man. I've never, like, I felt energy before, but the way that energy was, it was electrifying to like, feel the vibration in the ground the way yeah. the, the crowd like you capture captivated the the attendees that was there when you performed hero and hearing everybody screaming word for word it was it was just an amazing feeling for me to be you know be back home yeah. and see an artist like yourself hit that stage so you know yeah. uh how did you even connect with with, with vic mensa because you all also have a song together called blessings It all also started by, um, I know I've known Vic Mensa as an artist. I also look out for my fellow artists, so Vic is amazing. And when I got to realize he was a Ghanaian, we also um, have a representative on that global level. When he was working with uh, Rock Nation, I believe, Mm -hmm. that was the time I got to. And he's also a Chicago brother. The links were actually made eventually through um, Sheila Sheila Ozone's. From, from from Africa, from Nigeria, you know, who lives in. So she actually put the link together finally, you know, and then we took it from there. We made a song, Blessings, and we shot the video. We put it out as a single, and that's when he and I, you know, never stopped. And we've recorded a few other singles as well mm-hmm. together. So it's, 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 just, it's just nice. It's just nice to 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 work with somebody like Vic. So when he was coming out, to when the festival was up, I mean, I would definitely go to support. <laughs> I had to pass through and 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 give them a piece of what they all uh, they know me to be. Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> it was love that you showed up. I mean, when I saw how he turned and looked at you, he was like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> and I, I've heard you say that you know, Black Star Line Festival to you, it's it's a very important festival for a cry. Um, I want to know, you know, for you, why is it important? 
to have a festival, not just not just Black Star Line, but in general, the Afro Cella, the Afro Nation. Why is it important for these festivals to start making their way, uh, you know, to Ghana? Yeah, man, the Black Star Line is actually so powerful a name. And I know Vic Mensa and um, um, Chance the Rapper and their teams really understand what it really is to go and pick that name and resurrect that name. That name is based upon why we are the Black Stars of Ghana. You know, not only is our football team named the Black Stars, but that is who we truly, really are. Marcos Gave, Kwame Nkuma, the pioneers of Black supremacy. I would have probably been saying that, why is that not a festival that has been happening already in Ghana? You know, that the, the, the Black Star Line Festival should probably have been happening million years ago before Vic Mensa and Chance would go and bring it. So it gives me a lot of joy for brothers who live outside of the country to also put their effort, resources together to bring such a name to life. And I'm telling you, it means so much more to me now than I'm explaining to you because I really understand the fact that we are the ones that have to do it for ourselves. So just in a nutshell, all these festivals, whether Afro Nation, whether Afro Chella, Afro Chella is now going to be called Afro Future, you know, obviously because of the little issues. But whatever name it is, we embrace it, we love it, we understand what it's bringing to the culture, what it's doing to the rest of the world. And we couldn't have achieved this no other way but through entertainment, arts and culture. These festivals are bringing resources um, and, and job opportunities. It's helping with financial gains. I wanted to ask you too, you know, for things to be beneficial for Ghana, what's something you would like to see Ghana's government officials prioritize as these, as you know, more tourists is coming in and more money is starting to flow? I may not even have the slightest idea of how to run a country, but I can put a submission into that one. And I believe that my the government officials, the, the those who hold all these posts, they even know better what to do with this the influx and this great thing that is happening to the nation by you know establishing and developing the infrastructures that can harness and host these events. You know, because when you come to America, you have all the all the venues. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. huge, huge event venues that can host. The capacity that you think, 40,000, 50,000, and they're just event venues. I think that government should be able to invest in these kind of venues, you know what I mean? And venues nationwide, because that's how we can be able to grow, you know, and bring the music and the arts and culture to the people at every place. It's not only Accra or only Kumasi or only Tamale. There is a need to have every region, I believe, should have a state venue. You know, at least 10,000 proper capacity, proper state venue, state owned. And then maybe we can have the 40Ks, the 50Ks in some of the very well developed, you know, cities. You see me? This yeah. is what I think we can, government can invest in. You tuned in to Biko in the mornings, right here on Vocal Radio 91.1 FM. Me, I look at you 
as a, a legend in general, you also created your your own specific type of genre under Afro beats, Afro dance hall. And listening to your music, like before I even did my research listening, I'm like, yo, this brother got like the Afro beats with the dance hall. You starting to mix some I'm a piano in it. It's like you you got a diverse mixture of all, but you could definitely hear the reggae as well. Hey, and um, we play a song. We still play Wayne Wonder. You know what I'm saying here on Vocal. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying. We still play Sean Paul. We still play Shaggy. Exactly. So for you being Ghanaian and then also venturing off and catching up with the, with our Jamaican brothers, for you was it difficult trying to infuse the two in the beginning? Yeah, man. The, why? Why I would say that, that it was a mission that came on top of my heart right from the beginning. It was a calling that came on top of my heart to actually hold on to this. And I'm sharing, probably sharing it the first time like this. I'm, I've all long time realized that, you know, brother, this is your calling. This is what you got to do because, you, you know, this is the level of talent that God has put into your hands. I'm always proud to be known for these three styles, at least. To be known for Afrobeat, to be known for reggae, to be known for dancehall. I'm grateful. And it's a thing that's been on top of my heart that I had to push to the world. I put myself down as the glue to hold it together because the sounds are being segregated a lot. So I'm coming from a mission point of view, not only the style point of view, because you hear that Afrobeat is taking over dancehall and dancehall is dying and reggae is doing that. And do, you know, all these styles of music can be put together to sound beautiful. And that is my calling and that's what I do. We make you feel like say I don't do right. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. Last year, if I'm not mistaken, you inked the deal with Def Jam. You're like their very first African signed artist, as far as like on, under the Afro Beats uh, category. What was it that led you to Def Jam and say, you know what, you know, I've been dealing with contracts for a while, but Def Jam is is the way for me now. I've been doing this for years, but. I feel like Def Jam is, is, is where is that that's going to take me to where I need to be musically. Yeah, man. You know, Def Jam is one of the biggest record labels in the world, you know, hands down. Uh, you can you can name tons of mega superstars who have been on this table and have worked their way through. So for me, I believe that I've come a long way as an independent artist. And even during those periods, I've like you said, I've always inked one or two understandings with different forms of companies or agencies to be able to grow the business part and grow the art, you know, the marketing part, the distribution, etc., um, to the world. And for me, this is yet another great opportunity to take it to the next chapter as well, because I know that, you know, we can continue to grow and grow. And they say the sky is the limit, but the sky is just a starting point. Everybody tuning in, mark my words. The world got to get more of I. You know, they got to get more of you, you know. <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> now, you're working on your fifth body of work, okay? Yeah, man. You, your lead single. I mean, is this the lead single? Will this be on a project, More of You? <laughs> it's on a project. More of You is on a project. Therapy is on a project. Okay, cool. Uh, and there's soup. I mean, I don't I don't know which one is the lead single. Whatever, whatever <laughs> I drop, just take it. 
Just because the it. whole album is a lead, bro. The whole album is a lead. So everybody's gonna find their own from it. Everybody's gonna find something beautiful from from the album. It's a promise. And so I, I want y'all to get ready for that. You know, and I'm coming right back to the states. Um, yeah, next month I'll be at the Palladium Times Square. I regard that one as a as an intimate session. You know, for 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 the fans out here, and we're gonna. We want we 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 we'll use that to see what go on. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So I'm inviting everybody who loves Afrobeat reggae and dance out to come out and get the experience of your life. I love it here. Well, we finna get into this single that my mom enjoy. I played it for. Her. She says she love it. I love it. We loving it here at the station, man. I want you to introduce right, it. Right. Let people know what we finna get into. Yo, drop that song there. More of you. Send me who I'm in die. La 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 la. 